Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast. This is Dr. Eric Tangumonkan with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Do me a favor, share this broadcast, invite your friends to join us. And if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, I want to encourage you to do that. There are three things you can do to help this initiative. The first one is to share. The second one is to like. The third one is to subscribe. And if you haven't yet gotten a copy of the resource from which I have been doing these talks, it's here. Welcome to America, 52 Proven Strategies that will position any immigrant to succeed. It's not just for the American immigrants, it's for immigrants in the UK, immigrants in, New, in uh, Mexico, in Brazil, Argentina, Nigeria, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Germany, Spain, Portugal, Thailand, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, India, Thailand, Philippines, you name it. Anywhere you find immigrants, these 52 strategies are going to help. Some are very specific to immigrants in the United States. But most of them, like what we're going to be talking about today, applies not just to immigrants, but to anybody who wants to win. Do you know you won your first race? Have you thought about that? You had no eyes, you had no legs, there was, there was no crowd motivating and cheering you on, but you ran the equivalence of swimming from the west coast of the United States to Tahiti Island. You came out on top. There were somewhere between 300 to 500 or more million possibilities. And you came out at the top. Something for you to celebrate. You are a champion from the get-go. You are a winner from the get-go. I'm not minimizing environmental constraints. I'm not minimizing the challenges that you've, you've, you've had to come up against. But to win, you need to have a winner's mindset. 
And that is why we're having this conversation. And I'm just here to encourage you to know that you have what it takes to win. However, without good health, nothing truly matters. Please don't take your health for granted. Please don't neglect your health. If you don't take care of your health, nobody is going to do it for you. Don't be overwhelmed by all the information that is out there. Don't be deceived. There is a connection between what goes into your mouth and how you look. That is why you need to guard your mouth and don't put just anything in your body. Without good health, you cannot be wealthy. We're going to talk today about learning how money works. Of what use is this information to you? If you are sick, if your body is not functioning well, because when you are sick, it hits your pocketbook in two ways. The first is you lose productive time. The time that you spend on your sick bed is time that you could be converting into a product or into a service. When you are sick, you cannot write that book. You cannot shoot that video. You will not be able to go to work. You don't earn money when you are on a sick bed. The second way sickness and ill health hits the pocketbook is you need to spend money to treat yourself. When you are sick, you have to buy medication. You need to go to the hospital and see doctors. Even if you are using alternative treatments, whatever you are doing is going to cost you. And that is why the ground zero for understanding how money works is understanding the connection between your health and your productivity and your earning capacity. Please, I know all what I'm saying is not strange, it's not new. You've heard it, you've read about it. You tell yourself you know. However, knowledge is only as useful as the actions and application that that knowledge prompts. If you say you know something, but you are not acting upon the information you know. What you have is head knowledge. You must have heard that knowledge is power. But what I'm telling you today is that knowledge is only power when you act on the knowledge. Stop deceiving yourself by telling yourself, yes, I know, you don't know. You have head knowledge. When you know, you do. If you're not doing, you don't know. You have had knowledge. It's very important to separate the two. Because if you take action on what, on the knowledge that you have, you are going to get the results. You are not at the mercy of your test bobs. You can take charge. And I'm here to encourage you to do just that.
There is a resource here put together by my wife. I have followed it. The past 30 days, we've been eating raw foods. It feels great. And I strongly recommend it for you. It's going to save you money. The book is just $20. You're going to get off some medications. You're going to get back your health if you eat raw for 30 days. Do yourself a favor. Grab a copy of this book, read it, and change your life for the better. As an immigrant, it's very critical for you to learn how money works. If you want to be successful, if you want to get to the top, it's going to be critical for you to learn how money works. Most immigrants are coming from uh, economies that don't have a well-organized um, financial sector. Uh, for example, the stock markets are barely functioning and other opportunities to uh, invest money and grow them may be lacking. Uh, because of that, uh, some of these immigrants are clueless about different opportunities to invest money and let the money grow. Today, I want to suggest to you that um, for you to do well, you have to learn how money works. Sir Francis Bacon says that money is a good servant, but a bad master. Money is a good servant, but a bad master. Some of you are ruining your health because you've allowed money to become your master. In other words, you are trying to convert your time into money and you are doing it in a wrong way. You equate the number of hours that you put in to the dollar amount that you make. That is why some of you are doing two, three, four, five jobs. You're chasing behind the dollar with every ounce of every, every, every ounce of the power that you have in you. How is that working out for you? When you started, you got excited. The money is rolling in and it's rolling out. But now you feel trapped. This is going to help you. And this is not only for immigrants. Anybody listening to me, you don't know how money works. It's time for you to wake up and realize, as I bet Einstein says, that learn the rules of the game, play the game hard, and win. Right. So you learn the rules. You need to learn the basic rules of money. I'm not going to say anything you haven't heard, but the question is, are you using that which you've heard already? Are you taking action? I'm not a financial advisor, and any information I give out to you today is for the purpose of education, is for the purpose of you knowing I'm not giving advice on where to invest your money or not. However, it's important for you to understand the basics of money. Unfortunately, you will think that this basic information 
is is people are applying it, right? The first rule, the first basic rule of money, basic rule, don't spend more than you are making. Wow. Was that something? This is earth-shattering information, isn't it? Don't spend more than you are making. When you spend more than you are making, you're going to end up in debt. Before you say, oh, this is basic information, Look at a, a country like the United States of America that has placed a man on the moon, a country with the brightest, smartest people. Yet, you know what our nation, national debt is right now? Well, we'll be hitting $30 trillion. $30 trillion in debt very soon. The last I checked, I don't know, was it 27 trillion or so. I, I, I don't know. It's a very big number. It's a very big number. It's mind-boggling. The country is spending more than it is making. If a strong and powerful nation like this one cannot solve this basic equation that debt equals to income minus expenses. So if you're making more, if you are spending more than you are making, you're going to be in debt. And when in debt, there's no way you're going to be able to learn how to uh, make your money grow. There is good and there is bad debt. If you are into debt because you have an opportunity to borrow money, let's say at 4% interest rate and invest the money, Maybe to make 10%, you turn around, you pay your debt, your, the person you, you borrow the money from, pay the money with the 10, 4%, and you're left with 6%. That type of debt, it's okay if you know what you're doing. Unfortunately, most of the debt that people get into is consumer debt. Oh, you must buy that new car. You must live in, in that big house. You have to buy that Louis Vuitton bag. You must build that house wherever you're coming from. You must drive that Lexus or Mercedes. You must buy a suit. You must eat in that fancy restaurant. The list goes on and on and on. Haven't you heard that there is no point in spending money to impress people? who don't care, most of the pressures who go in to spend beyond our means are really not necessary. Who really cares? You may think people care, but they don't. You don't have to impress anybody. You don't have to show anybody that you've arrived. The basic, first basic rule is don't spend more than you are earning, avoid consumer debt at all costs. And that's why signing up that car note, buying stuff that you cannot afford, is not being smart. You, you must have heard that you should sew your coat according to your size. That's very pragmatic, right? 
if you are big, you need a bigger material. If you are tiny, you don't need a lot of material. However, your size alone should not determine what you do, what if you cannot afford. That is why I've changed it to sew your coat according to your materials, not according to your size. You need to work with what you are having. You need to live within your means. If you are big and your material can only be enough for a headscarf, okay, that's what you got. If the material cannot sew a shirt or a suit, you sew a pant or whatever, the material is going to be enough for. In other words, make use of what you're having, live within your means, stay away from taking credit, buying those furnitures. I was listening to a guy not too long ago, and he was narrating a story of he just moved to the UK, was having young children back then. He went to the furniture shop and took furniture on credit. He said he spent about 3,000 pounds or something on that furniture, brought it home, and his children, were imitating some cartoon characters on TV. They would climb on those chairs and just jump around. And before eight months, the furniture was all ruined. He had not yet paid off the money on the furniture because he took it on credit. Why do you have to take furniture on credit? If you cannot afford it, then it's not time for you to have it. You need to save money. And when you have the money, you go buy it which means you need to learn how to delay gratification. Well, you may be telling me, oh, what is your business in my money? Okay, yeah, I don't have no business in your money. I'm just saying that as I, as I say each day, don't make the mistakes other people have made. It's not a smart thing to do. You're not going to accumulate wealth. Money is not going to work for you if you're spending more than you're making. It's very simple. It's not complicated math. And that is why it's important for you to put aside minimum 10% of everything that you earn. The goal is to be able to save at least 20% of what comes in. And that is the next thing that you need to do, right? Invest the money. You must have heard, and that is why, you know, when we started, I said it's good to go to school. We know that most immigrants are highly educated, a lot of degrees, good jobs, but financially, they may just be living paycheck to paycheck. You must have heard that go to school, get a good degree, get good grades. When you finish school, you get a good job, and you know, life is going to be a bliss. You follow that prescription. You got a good degree. Now you're having a good job. Out of a sudden, you're realizing that, oh, expenses are being outweighed by, you know, your expenses outweigh the amount of money that you are making. You're living paycheck to paycheck and you feel trapped. It seems something didn't go right. 
and you're wondering what to do next. I'm not going. To, I'm not against going to school. I went to school. I have a PhD. I teach in uh, different universities right now. But what I'm saying is that for you to win with your money, you have to understand how to make a portion of that money to become your slave. How you have to put a portion of that money to work for you while you are sleeping. It's important. If you want to be financially free, you must liberate, delegate, and engage some of the money that comes into your hands to work hard for you, not you working hard for money. You have to change the strategy. You have to liberate some of your money to work for you. Start with 10%, increase it to 15 and to 20%. Why is it that you pay everybody else, but you don't pay yourself? You pay the electricity bill, you pay the water bill, you pay the internet bill, you pay the telephone bill, you pay the mortgage, you pay the insurance, you pay, you pay, you pay, you pay, you pay, but you never pay yourself. Do you know that for every $1 that you earn today, now, 20% or 20 cents is not supposed to be spent? Do you know that? Because when you are being paid right now, part of the money is also towards the day you will not have the strength and energy to work as you do right now. Don't deceive yourself. We all age. A day is coming, the rainy day is coming, that you will not have the strength you are having right now. And that is why if you are smart, if you are thinking, when that money enters your hand, before you pay anybody else, pay yourself first. Take out the 20%. Take out that 10%. Take out that 15%. Put it aside. Don't use it. Don't give it out to anybody. It is yours for the future. You need to put that money to start working hard for you now. That is how you win with your money. If all the money that enters your hands, you spend it and you don't put any aside to work for you, you're going to regret it. Many people are. I don't want that for you. That is why I'm having this conversation right now. You must set aside that money. And when you, put, when you pay yourself first, you need to look for a vehicle that you put that money to work for you while you are sleeping. Add time to the money. Add compound interest to the money. And it's going to work for you. That a lot of investment opportunities that you can put money in. You could hire a financial expert if you want to go that route. You can also learn personally how the stock market, for example, works. These days, there's crypto, currencies, this real estate. You could Put money in those places. It's important for you to think about it. 
the chapter in the book I listed a lot of resources for you, books that you can read. The purpose of this conversation is to get you to read the book. If you want the list of possible brokerages, where to invest, what to do, get the book, read the chapter. There are tons of resources in here for you to get you on the path to start learning how to be an investor and setting aside some of your money to work for you. If you believe that the money that you're going to earn will only come from you putting in time and converting that time into money, the formula is going to fail you. What you need is to put aside some of your money for it to work for you while you are sleeping. Tomorrow we're going to be wrapping up. We're going to start wrapping up uh, these uh, 52 uh, different strategies of being uh, of uh, being positioned to success as an immigrant. We're going to be talking about you starting a business. That is one other way that uh, you can uh, position yourself to really win big financially. You have to understand. Having one job, which is one source of income, and having multiple ways through which that money is spent, is not a good financial strategy. Your money is coming from one source, yet you have multiple directions that that money goes. What you need is multiple income streams. Don't depend solely on your job. I have been laid off twice. I was in the oil and gas industry and the price fluctuations, downturns in the economy caught me twice and I got laid off. A good job and all the benefits disappeared suddenly. It's not a good place to be in. You may think your job is secure, yeah. Let me let you know the cycles in the economy. No matter how comfortable you are right now, at the end of the day, when the going gets tough, you are going to become a number. You'll be laid off. The company is going to be bleeding, losing money, and the first place to go is to get the headcount. I want you to be aware of that. Don't say you did not hear. When you lose your job, don't say you did not hear that you need to be thinking of having multiple streams of income. Life is not about comfort. It's about winning. It's about positioning yourself, being proactive. And that's why you must learn how money works. Don't blame the system. Don't blame other people. Learn the rules. Figure it out. Position yourself to win. There are tons of different financial investment vehicles out there. Some have a lot of you know, good tax benefits in them. And for those of you who are working for a company that has, for example, 401k that they match, why are you not taking advantage of that and making sure you're, you're contributing up to the point where it can be matched 100%? Start saving now. Start saving now. And investing. If you need more information, we can talk about it. However, it's important for you to know that your job alone 
is not going to cut it. You have to think out of the box and develop other strategies that will help you win financially. I want to thank you so much today for listening. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about starting a business, why you should do it, and the benefits are going to come with it. However, today we've been talking about learning how money works and that you should not spend more than what you are making. Avoid getting into consumer debt. Pay yourself first. Put some of your money to work for you while you are sleeping. Make sure you are, you are, you are taking advantage of 401k that you have at work. Learn about the stock market, real estate, the crypto, and be proactive in putting aside minimum 10%, and you should shoot for 20% of every dollar that enters your hands. Release that money to become a slave for you. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonkan with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Until next time, remain blessed.